There have been many times over the past 45 years where God has spoken very clearly to me. The last time was on January 6th of 2021, this year. It was by far the most profound encounter I have ever had with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. Oh, he doesn't speak audibly usually, but he does make his voice known through the Bible and the Holy Spirit. First time I heard him, I had a hangover on a Sunday evening. He was calling me to give my life to him and I was born again that night. I'm going to share with you today a few more quick personal instances of hearing him just to establish a pattern of certainty about what he made so real to me the day the Capitol was overrun on January 6th concerning what America was about to face. Life Journeys today is one of the most critically important messages that you will ever hear concerning the state of the Union and the Kingdom of God. Battle lines have been drawn, and we're going to need to understand what God is up to, not what our enemies are up to. When pain strikes a man or a nation, what matters is what God has to say on the subject. Throughout Old Testament scripture, the principle was established, that when Israel was right with God, their enemies were no match for them. But when they fell away and lost his glory, they were defeated. It didn't matter what the enemy was doing. What always mattered, was what God's people were doing. The more you know God's word, the easier it is to recognize his voice. It teaches us what he is like so that when he is speaking to us, we know it's him and not just our own ego or something worse. Soon after I was born again, I sensed a call into full-time ministry. When I shared it, my wife said I already knew it. The church I was attending also confirmed it. When I was first sick, to the point of near total disability, I heard the words in my heart, I want you to grow in faith for healing. That also proved to be a faithful word that ultimately wound up in seeing a man raised up after dying. After pastoring in my first church for three years, I sensed a specific word. You won't be here much longer. A year later, I was pastoring a much larger church. But I remember before I left that ministry, God spoke to my heart one day when I was speaking with one of the deacons. He had never married, and he was getting a little concerned. The Lord spoke to me and simply said, Tell him he's going to be married soon. In fact, that's what happened. While I was in my next church, I heard God speaking clearly in a prayer service. I'm going to lift up your church by my anointing. The next day, it began very profoundly. During that time of revival, my wife became pregnant through another word from God after we had been waiting for 10 years. Last year, just before the COVID-19 news hit, and as I had spent the previous year simply seeking God every day for my own personal strength, I was just sitting in my living room when God began to pour a sense of His presence into me. I knew by now that He was calling me back into ministry to prepare for something that was coming something very disturbing. As I sought him, I began to understand that America was in for a series of ominous storms. It was here that God began to develop a consistent message that he was working in what was coming, 
to call his church and then the nation to repentance. To this day, I haven't seen the church heeding that message with the depth that the Holy Spirit is asking. Most Christians have been too busy fighting the enemies of political concerns and thinking God was going to give them a great victory there. One of the issues of my present situation in ministry right now is that I'm not pastoring a church congregation. I'm under no pressure to build a ministry, to keep the income going, or to be pressured by people's opinions or my reputation. I'm totally free to share from the housetops what I have heard in my ear, as Jesus said. A true prophetic word doesn't leave people wondering if it's true or not, such as the words we've heard about Donald Trump winning a second consecutive term. A prophetic word says, God will do this if you do that. If you don't, this is what will happen. That word will bring encouragement, but it will also compel to obey him. On the day after Christmas, I had another encounter with God as I sat by the fire. As I pondered my life's purpose and motivations, I realized that my heart was being grieved all of these years for the world to see the glory of God. Then I began to sense his presence deeply. I started to realize that all of my personal irritations and frustrations in life were the hungering of my own soul for God's glory. As I considered this, God began to fill my heart with a manifestation of just that glory. Something was deeply changing. As I would soon find out on January 6th, that this nation's unrest is from the same thirst. And listen, before God can pour out His glory on America, He's going to show it what it's like to come short of His glory. Only then will we realize that it's an experience with His power that will conquer our sins and heal our broken hearts. When January 6th came, the day Congress would count the electoral votes for president, I had been seeing images of a large crowd surging towards the Capitol building and breaking into it. But as I was quiet before the Lord and studying about the coming tribulation to the church in Smyrna in the book of Revelation, God suddenly started pouring into my heart a very strong sense of His presence. Then I heard the words, You have seen what men can do, now get ready for what I am going to do. Knowing that when he speaks like that, he wants me to share it, I put it out on a Facebook post. Then what followed shook me so hard that it took over an hour to try to tell my wife what he had said. Even then, I could hardly talk. I realized that God is going to put his hooks into this nation to draw the devil out of hiding to defeat him. It's going to get very messy, very violent, and very hate-filled. Do not fear, he said. I am in control. I will bring this nation to its knees. I will break the evil and squeeze this nation like a sponge so it will be ready to be filled with my glory. Then came this warning. Christian, don't go out in public like you are. Get the anger out. Put my love in. And don't go out onto social media until you can love your enemy. If you still hate your political adversary, repent so you will be ready for what I'm going to do. Don't misrepresent me with anger any longer. This battle is all working to bring America to its knees, and God is able to do it. 
not to merely judge it, but to bring justice to it and purify it. The only way our nation can be great again is on our knees. Christian conservative, God has allowed the president we have right now, and we need to not only accept what he has allowed, but we must find out why. It doesn't matter who the people voted in, how he got in, or what his agenda is. While we were preoccupied with that, God was campaigning to put his man in office, the one upon whose shoulders the government rides. He is coming to change the heart of this nation. Just as the brutality of the crucifixion was the pathway to redemption, so the cross will bring America a manifestation of its power to destroy the flesh so that the spirit may live again. That is a big part of the bringing of America to its knees. And like the cross, it is not going to be pleasant to the outer man. The battle is going to get hot when a school near you starts teaching critical race theory. It's already happening in Minnesota. The foolish opening of our borders has quickly gotten so bad that the president sent in the Federal Emergency Management Agency to battle what he created. The trial in Minneapolis, about to get underway, is a powder keg ready to explode. H.R. 1 and the Equality Act will signal the end of political religious liberty. The big question is, what must we do? Seek the glory of God to fill you. Live before Him as if you could literally die tomorrow. Make your peace with God. Don't tolerate hatred in your heart for the injustices that you're seeing to cause you to hate any man, any man, any woman. Seek to be filled with the love of God by encountering His glory. Let the hardship bring you closer to Him, for that's what the refiner's fire is doing in America. Read the book of Revelation as a blueprint for spiritual warfare until you know that you will be faithful to love your family and your neighbor. This is a time to overcome. Throughout Old Testament scripture, the principle was established, that when Israel was right with God, their enemies were no match for them. But when they fell away and lost His glory, they were defeated. It didn't matter what the enemy was doing. What always mattered, was what God's people were doing. 